Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening once again. And in the spirit of transparency, I want to tell you how I am making these podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way that I found that I can make a podcast. It's free and the app actually comes with uh, tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts get your actual audio and you don't have to do anything. That's beautiful. You can make money from it. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have in order to be able to create income from this podcast. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So you just have to download the free Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Erica Jones with the Art of Transition podcast. A special guest. We got a special podcast episode coming at you. And as you know, we let our guests introduce themselves. So why don't you tell the people who you are, what you got going on? Yes, my name is Dennis Delamar. I am a uh, writer-director um, coming out of uh, California, born and raised in New Bern, North Carolina. And I'm the uh, also the founder of Greenwood Film Festival located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, yeah, excited about um, our new film that we shot in North Tulsa uh, last year after... Um, a little bit after George Floyd um, situation happened um, and uh, really excited about the Black Wall Street American Nightmare. I'm excited to learn more about it and to see it. Like, What inspires you to get into the film industry in particular to really document, you know, such um, just, just, just tragedy? Yeah, um, I guess that goes that goes back. I started in theater uh, in college and film to me was a very powerful medium to like express um, just different, different emotions, different things. And so one of the things that I like to do when it comes to film is like it's like a weapon to me, really, um, because there's so many injustices when it comes to, um, you know, white supremacy and and those type of things that we can show our excellence and how the most high created us, you know, as a beautiful people through the media and, and doing it in a different way than, you know, a typical, uh, Hollywood, you know, uh, type of viewpoint. And so that's what really inspired me to really tell these type of stories mm-hmm. is to not, not just highlight what the, the basis of the history, like, you know, like when you get the history book and they say, huh, read this right. and they tell you that version. Right. We want to get the other version, you know what I'm saying, of, of the excellence, of the greatness, but also really seeing our own narrative, our own history from our eyes and really see like, OK, what it, what needs to happen versus somebody else having our story and telling us what our history is. Exactly. So how much uh, work did you have to do to even just like put a film like this together in terms of just like the research and then the time that it takes to, you know, find 
the actors, the actresses, and then you said you're a writer as well. Oh my gosh, like you are doing a lot. Oh man, hallelujah. It's it's uh it's it's a lot. I mean, this process started back in 2000. I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma in 2014 um, and was doing research. So I think about like uh, two years or so. And this of a bigger film, but uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's really just, uh, I say, a faith walk, you know, and different elements and puzzle pieces come together. And you just have to be determined to keep going when, you know, you roadblocks so the one thing about this story inspires people so you don't pull people's teeth the people that's uh, not to say that you want people matters like that but this was really not on board because it's such So what did you decide, you know, in terms of, okay, I'm going to make this film. Like, what did you decide in, in, in outside of just, you know, making a film and, and starting a film festival? Like, what goes into that? Oh, man, it's, it's man, it's, it's intense. Because um, one of the things, like I was saying earlier, is just there's, there's not that many outlets where we can unapologetically tell our stories, but also own them. And so the thing would inspire me about Black Wall Street is like, you know, they had the ownership. They tell they was telling their own stories. So when it comes to something like putting together a film or like a film festival, it really starts with knowing owning owning the story, really. Um, and I s and I don't, I don't mean like far as like intellectual properties, like really know what you're talking about. Like really know what the messaging is, like really knowing why you tied to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you doing it? Are you doing it to just get money? Or are you doing it? Like, what's the real, what's your why and why you're doing it? And so like, once we got down to that, all those conversations that I have with like my wife and we were talking and we were just, it's really just an expression of like what I wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? Really, that's what it is. It's like this movie is something I wanted to see. Like the festival was something I want to see. I want to go to a space where we can tell our stories, where they can they have the people have the same mindset about ownership and about these different things. So you really, a lot of times you have to create things that you really want to see, and and then find your tribe of people that are rocking with that. How did you select like the individuals that you wanted to work with on this project? Yeah, so we went through a process of like uh, just putting it out there on uh, you know casting sites. You know, a lot of a lot of the people that were in the projects were my friends already, like far as like the crew. Mm-hmm. But just you know, just going through casting, um, really bringing people in and really just weeding people out, and right. really um, you know one of the things I like to do is really like take take some of the business element out and really get personal and really mm-hmm. ask personal questions with people to see where their mindset is and then see if that lines up with where the project is going because then that, that'll really show you real quick like you know because it's like and, and I take that over I take that over talent over like notoriety or fame or any of that like I take that over like who is this person you know what I'm saying because I can see if there's going to be a conflict in the future because we have a, a really deep fundamental difference and so so that was the process really putting out there and really just 
um, really doing the, the groundwork, grassroots, really. And you said um, a lot when you, you talk about alignment. It is important to know your why and to know your purpose. And mm-hmm. taking it a step further, you can know your purpose and not really be in line with it right then and there or not being in li- alignment with certain projects mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, where your mindset might be or where you even want to go. So like, the fact that you kept all of that in mind when you're putting together this project, I know that it's going to be just moving. I, I know it's going to be moving. Man, yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's, it's You have to keep all that in perspective and uh, and just be confident in, in what you've been you've been shown. Like, OK, this is this is what it is. And um you know, a lot of times I know before, like you said, I was in my purpose before, but really wasn't connecting and bearing fruit because mm-hmm. it was like, I think you have to know why you're really doing it. Like, what are you getting out of it? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And it got to be something deeper than just like, for me, it got to be something deeper than just like something that's fleeting, you know, yeah. and it's, this is this is why like it hit. This is why I'm doing it. And you see that um, in the fruits. And so that's why I'm like, you know, excited about telling people like, hey, man, come see this project. Because, you know, oftentimes when other nations like get their hand on our stories, mm-hmm. they, have, they have a thing where it's like a defeatist thing. Like, let me show you your pain. Let me show you your trauma. But all that's, that's all I'm going to show. Like, we've been through a lot. Right. Right. But, if I only show like that one angle of it, it's going to subliminally be in people's minds to where they think that, OK, well, I can only go so far before something happens to me or before this happens or whatever. And that's when it comes to Black Wall Street. That's what we always think about. It's like, dang, we had our own and then we was just minding our business and then somebody come. It's like, yeah, that's true. But I'm going to show you a deeper part of it because we're going to focus on the excellence and we're going to focus on, well, bringing that to the modern time. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, how can we, when we look across where we are in Black America, like, what are the challenges against us? But then how can we overcome those? You know what I'm and saying? And that's the goal. Even when I started the Art of Transition podcast, it's like, yo, I have some dope friends. I know some amazing intellectual motivating people I need to highlight them and it's Mm. just blossom from there just talking about black excellence and what everybody has going on so tell the people the name of the film where they can go and um, see the film I know you're um, coming to Atlanta very soon and then where are you going when you leave Atlanta what can we expect from you in in the future yeah so to your to your first part you can go you the film is black wall street american nightmare so you can go to zan studios that's z-a-y-a-n studios.com and then you can you can click the button you'll see black wall street american nightmare and then you can get your tickets there uh it'll go take you through the links um and then in the future we are like i said we are we did we just finished our first year of greenwood film festival um we had an amazing turnout it was just amazing um, with the 100 year centennial there in, in uh, Tulsa. And so you can expect that continuing, prayfully, mm-hmm. and also other films. Um, we're working on another film with this, 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 uh, the Black Wall Street concept, but on a bigger format. 
and so okay. that that's that's uh that's in the works and then um Zen Studios has some other projects too and uh we also be, will be launching a uh, streaming service too so um so. that is exciting i mean super exciting how did you learn about zane studios like so for someone else who wants to make this type of transition and you know kind of bring their dreams to life how did how did you find that studio and how would you say like okay well this is what you need to look at when you're thinking about going to a studio and selecting where you want to work yeah so that that's actually the studio that we we um we built but mm-hmm. it's um, it's i would say kind of going back to our first point is really just knowing i think before you really get in the entertainment industry yeah. there's so many different um narratives and different views that once you figure out what your voice is you know you start to build around that and you align like you say you align with people that's on that same thing and not try to say well i can get in this door because there's many doors i could have got in i'm sure anybody can get in but then when you get there and you're not really free to be who you are, then it just gets <laughs> it gets weird. Right. right? So so um, that's what I would say is if somebody wants to get into, you know, studio or putting your project out, first find out what is the story. You know what I'm saying? Why are you passionate about it? And just start out small. Start out with what you can do um, and, and not not be like, OK, well, I need to. I need a hundred acres or I need you to get this big studio or this, whatever, whatever you got, just work with that first and be faithful in that. And then let it just keep building. And then you'll get to the point where now you are, you know, doing theaters, you know what I'm saying? Like I started on my cell phone, um, making, you know, little clips and stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know? Wow. So, you know, being faithful in that and now we're doing theaters and in cities and stuff like that so you know you just gotta um and once you because once you do that once you like whether you on the phone or where you that and you love it that's where it's at you know what i'm saying like nobody can't change it up nobody can't you was like man i'll do this i would do this for free you know what i'm saying like if i'm saying because you love it it ain't no it ain't no thing of like well, no, I gotta have these conditions. It's like, man, I would, I love to tell stories, you know, and and I tell stories even on the phone when I'm talking to someone. So it's like, it ain't just changing up because I'm doing film right, <laughs> right now. Right, right. It's like I'm telling stories. Well, you know, we're talking, you know, just talking on the phone. So, um, I went a little bit over in your question, but that's <laughs> that's that's fun. No, funny. no, that's perfect. And man. when it comes to you're saying, like, I literally went from. Were you just using the app on your phone? You went, you went from using the app on your phone, and now you in theaters. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Now that's real talk, man. I, when I moved to California, I had I had a um a Galaxy, um I think it's uh, S eight, and people will always say, man, you need to shoot a movie on your phone. Like people would say that to me, and I felt like kind of disrespected because I was like, man, I'm a filmmaker. Like I don't make movies on the phone. <laughs> like what you talking about? And I remember. One day, like my phone, I dropped my phone in my pocket, coming back, and it got ran over by a car, and I just felt like so, just like convicted in my spirit, like man, like it was almost like the most high was like, look, like I gave you something, I gave you a tool, you yeah. a filmmaker, right? I gave you a tool, but you didn't value it, so now I took it from you. 
So then when I got it back, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start making stuff on my phone to where people was like, man, you made that on your phone? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, you made it on your phone? I was like, yep. And then, you know, right after that, I got, you know, I got blessed with like a whole like brand new equipment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all that. Once and you took came. what you had, once you took what you had and was grateful for it, God bless you. Exactly. Even more. Once exactly. you use what you had. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's like the prince. I'm telling you, that's like if you want to like that's anything in life. If you want to like go to the next level, like get on that right there. Don't be like, oh, well, I need this. I need that. If you needed that, you would have it right now. Yeah, use what you got. Use what you got. Exactly. That is an amazing story. I'm so grateful for your time. Let people know how to find you, how to find the studios. I know you dropped the website. Um, What's your social media? Yeah, social media is Dennis Delamar. That's D-E-N-N-I-S. That's Delamar, D-E-L-E-M-A-R. You can find me on all platforms in that name as far as... uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and once again, like you go to Zen Studios. You can also check out the festival. We don't, we're not um, taking films right now, but you can check out our past year for this Greenwood Film Festival. 